Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome back to part three of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Okay, so enjoy part three of the podcast. Oh, fuck, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies. Like, fuck, all you got to do is just fucking put your, open up your ears. And anytime you hear fucking thrash metal, you know that he's fucking coming. Is that down with the sickness? We should leave. We should probably leave, right? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Is that disturbed? Wow. Oh, oh, fuck, that, let's get out of here. Is that fucking corn? Oh, shit. Yeah, it, it wraps up. And then starts again, like the loop thing. You want to, you feel like I'm going to go get some popcorn. And when the third loop of this situation comes back around, I'll, yeah, I'll be yeah. back and we'll You can move basically on to be else. like, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get a cold beer. Uh, let me know when Evil Jet Lee shows up <laughs> yeah. again. Because I know he's going to. It is what it is. They do a little, a little Matrix thing here, though, where the Evil Jet Lee has the gun on the MRI tech and Delroy Lindo and Statham both shoot at Evil Jet Lee. And he, like, matrixes, yeah. like, wow, wow, like, moves himself back out of the way, and they do that bullet time yep. slow-mo shit. Not to the same it's effect. It's not bad. But it's not bad. No, no. It's not bad. It's basically a CGI bullet that they're tracking. And, you know, he dodges one bullet, and then the second bullet comes around, and he actually... He deflects it with his hits gun. It with the grip, deflects it with the grip of his gun, and sends it through a window. And essentially, we kind of have this other good versus bad fight. And cool. it's... And it's okay. It's okay. Like, a little the, shootout in the MRI lab. The and tech. All, all the cops are like, that was gunfire. What's going on? What's Hey, hey man. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is happening that right was now? Gunfi- that was gunfire and corn. Let's get the <laughs> fuck up there. Uh, That's a bad mix in a hospital. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, on, honestly, I think that maybe they went this way. And again, I'm not fucking shitting on the soundtrack because I love it. But I mean, when The Matrix came out, didn't like Rob Zombie, Dragula, like wasn't that on there? And, I think that uh, was in there, yeah, which was the Hammerstein shit. or and all the fucking that German. Oh, Dwast. Yeah. <laughs> Dwast. They're like, fuck it, we're going that route too. What, what, give me all the shit that The Matrix didn't use. We're going to fucking, <laughs> we're going to fucking put that in here. We're going <laughs> to make a fucking solid soundtrack. The Matrix here. second soundtrack. They don't, they don't do any of. And again, I think it's a budgetary thing. Like they will do shots of Jet Li in the room with Jet Li, 
but they don't do any of that special camera movements. Like it's it's like a scene of Jeff Jet Li on one side of the room and a shot of Jet Li on the other side of the room. They're not in the same shot at the same time. No, and that's probably budgetary concerns. For the most part, whenever there's two Jet Lees, it's just basically a body double that they shoot from the back over the ho- over the shoulder, or they're in two completely different fucking shots. Yes, like yeah, and their eye lines. And honestly, they do a really good job at framing and eye lines and not crossing the axis or fucking things up. They do a good job with it. Uh, yes. Again, it's the lowest budget possible. They I mean, they were doing that shit in the fifties and sixties, right? So yeah, but it works. Well, I think they blew their wad with the budget with that specific thing where Jet Li has to fight Jet Li at the end where yes. he actually fights himself. Which looks really good. It looks it awesome. It looks good. And that's exactly what you said. It's Jet Li fighting a body double of himself. But the guy was, he had a, a green paint on his face. And they just digitally overlaid Jet Li's face on the stunt double for that fight. It fucking anytime looks good. he was like, it there. It really does. And it looks good. But I think that just, again, it, that blew the wad of the budget, right, for yeah. for that. So yeah, in here they're using, like, the over-the-shoulder stuff and all that jazz, so. But I like the the cool scene here where everybody comes out to find Gabe and Bad Gently is there, but he's playing like good Gabe because these yeah. guys don't know what's going on. They just know some shit's – there's been shooting and corn at the hospital and they don't know what's happening, <laughs> so they're trying to isolate I mean, what's up. Again, that's kind of like a trope. Like, fucking Looney Tunes would do it and sitcoms would do it. There'd, there'd be the two of them and they're like – I'm I'm the real Porky Pig. Kill him. He's like, no, yeah. I'm the real Porky. Like, and they do that at the end of this as well. Yes. Which honestly, I thought was a little bit disappointing. Where he's like, no, I'm the real. I'm the good Jet Li. He's like, oh, no, I'm the good Jet Li. Yeah. And it's just a trope. It's just like I, I've seen it like a million times. So I was kind of disappointed that they kind of go that way. But yeah, yeah they they do. They do. And I mean, you know, you got two guys that look exactly the same. So. I get it, yeah, but it's still like, yeah. ugh, all right. There is a cool thing. It doesn't look too bad where a cop pulls a shotgun over yes. Jet Li's chest from behind, like to basically try to get it around his neck and choke him. I don't know why you know, wouldn't just why, shoot the fucking anyway. guy. Yeah. Anyway, but then Jet Li basically does a palm press and bends the shotgun. Yeah. Which again is really cool, but there is no fucking way that the cop is actually strong enough to, to hold that. provide <laughs> the resistance that would be required to yeah. bend the shotgun. Like this fucking cop has got like vice vice fucking yeah. hands. Like, how are you that um, strong, dude? Yeah, because it's just like, well, no, that fucking wouldn't work. How many uh, wrist curls but, do you do, you fuck? But the shot looks good. Like, the shot looks good. But again, it's the physics that, okay, well, that cop, that cop would have to be fucking as strong. He'd have to exert the same amount of force. Backwards. <laughs> backwards that Jet Li is using to bend forward. So, again, I think it's just little things like that that just kind of take me out of the film. Because it looked good, but in the world of physics, it just doesn't make sense and just kind of takes you out of it well and you gotta it's one of those things where people say brainless action movies well this is a brainless action movie you can't have your brain on too much if you're gonna enjoy this yeah do do you know what i mean because if you think about it too much everything falls apart well the whole goddamn thing falls apart like but i mean when it's done when it's done really well like when we were watching morentau yes and that guy goes to jump from one building to the other and eco uwe's just 
pokes him in the chest stuffs with a giant with fucking bamboo pole. <laughs> yeah, he basically stuffs him, and all of his forward momentum basically stops, yeah. right? Because, you know, that just stopped him, and he falls straight down in the alley between the two buildings. That that sells, right? I think that's, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Like, yeah. it sells. Like, some of these things just don't quite sell. Well, it sells. But then we got a yeah. cameo. The cameo, yeah, I'm that's sorry. right. We got the cameo from American Movie. Which, you know, how do you not like this? It was just like Coven. No, it's Coven. No, no, no. It sounds too much like Oven. I was pretty, <laughs> I was pretty fucking... Pretty happy pretty about fucking, that. Uh, happy to see that. I forgot he was in it. Yeah, oh, so did I. Completely and totally. Did you know... I don't know if you know this. Did you know this was supposed to be originally uh, a movie that was written for The Rock? I did know that, but only recently when I was doing some reading on this, which... You know, it's funny because at the beginning, you know, we, we kind of said, like, Jet Li is such a good martial artist, but all of the special effects kind of belie or, or, or negate his ability as a martial artist. You can yeah. basically do it with anybody. And, yeah, I think that this would have been a really good vehicle for The Rock, but he did the one, uh, not the one, the Scorpion King instead of the one. Yeah, he did the Mummy Returns and then the Scorpion King and all that jazz. Like, he went for that route. But I, I, I agree with you. I think this would have been a better vehicle for The Rock because I don't expect him to be a good martial artist. He's just yeah, a big, like, giant guy that'll throw motherfuckers yeah. left and right. And he does some great, at, like when we did um, the rundown, like that was a great, that was a great, fun movie. And his fighting was pretty good in it. His special, like he was choke slamming guys and yeah, oh, yeah. You know, fighting those guys, which was cool. And man, I don't know. I think. I think if they scaled back their powers considerably, like scaled back their powers considerably, yeah. I think it would have made sense. Because when we watched like Eco is in the raid, or when we watched Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh in Yes, Madam, yeah. basically what they're doing is superhuman. Basically Yo, what they're doing yeah. is yeah. is superhuman. Like when you know she's doing the scorpion kick and knocking the guy out, when Michelle Yeoh falls backwards smashes through the glass grabs the guy's ankles and pulls him through that's superhuman yeah that shit I think was crazy this may have like i don't think you have to kick a guy up in the air and then slow the camera down and then do a fucking sped up wheel kick and send them across the the street you know i don't i think that's the thing that i that i don't like about this yeah no i as fun as it is it's it's not quite as fun as it should be yes yeah I do like the uh, the scene here where where Bad Jet Lee steals the ambulance and he's fucking with the radio station and we get the I forget what song is playing but it's you can clearly tell that it's not the song that Jet Lee was bobbing his fucking head to <laughs> I can tell you that I yep. can tell you that, that <laughs> right now that doesn't match that doesn't match at all no unless uh, unless Jet Lee is horribly musically disinclined yes he yes. is not. He's not popping his head to the same song. <laughs> Straight fucking tone deaf. Yeah. <laughs> Once I kill the last one, I'll finally have rhythm. I'll finally be able to play the the drums the way I want to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it right. is what it is. But, but uh, Del Warren Lindo pops out of the back seat and uh, points a gun to his head and makes him drive the corner van. Again, it's... I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like an asshole because... Yeah. Well, again, I, I, I get it because I, I don't want to shit on the movie, but it is a little bit shit-onable. 
Yeah. I, I don't, again. and again, I don't want to come across as if I didn't enjoy this movie because I did. Yeah. You know, this is a fun movie to watch, but there are definitely problems with it. It's not. You said it before. It's not the best of the 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 top tier movies movies that we've done uh, prior. You know, if you talk yeah, about like Bruce Lee stuff, that's top tier shit. When you talk about early Seagal, like his first five movies or so, yes, that's good shit. But I mean, this was right around the time. This was right around the time Statham did the Transporter, which was fun. Yeah, the year the year before he did Snatch, which was the shit. And then, of course, Jet Li, right around this time, did Lethal Weapon 4. You know, yep. kind of like right around that. This, this is this right time. when he broke out, yeah. Yeah, so there was, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of shit that was going on at this time that I think just did it better. And like, Delroy Lindo's holding a gun to his head in the coroner's van, and it's clearly like some sort of mold that they spray painted silver and then just put some little fucking led fucking like, thing in the tip that they got at sharper image yeah. like it looks like something that they went down to sharper image and it was in a fucking alarm clock and they took it out and just put it inside the gun like yeah anyway yeah. like i said i feel like an i feel like an ass saying it because it's just it's just fucking not quite it for me but i feel like it could be like i feel like this could have been like holy shit like in another universe where ironically you know, yeah lawless lawless is this is like one of the biggest fucking hits of all time oh yeah and like delroy lindo is selling this hard and doing a really good job like man i'll tell you if you want to talk about a dude with range it's delroy fucking lindo like yeah man. he's coming off the yeah. he did the cider house rules in 99 before this then he did oh yeah yeah, this. yeah and like if you go a couple years into the future he jumps from all these serious roles, really good, and then he jumps right into comedy and does the fucking voice of Dopey Smurf and the Scorpion Cashier and Robot Chicken. Yeah, yeah. He's the fucking bomb. He's awesome. I love Delroy Lindo. So, yeah, he's he's trying to yeah. physically fight uh, Bad Jet Li here after they crash the van, and he's not faring well because, you know, Jet Li has the power of 124 guys. It's it's not bad. Like, this, this fight's not bad. It's it's pretty dark like they're wearing they're both wearing all black but yep. they did a couple of shots where he does some kicks where they did like some overhead camera work and i think they did like a wire pull with a stunt double from oh the yeah when he flies into the van there they, yeah they they pull him out of frame and then he flies into the van yeah and that that type of stuff looked good because it looks like delroy lindo is actually hitting hard Yes. And I think yeah. I think that's another thing cuz like when we were saying in some of the best films it's like oh my god I felt that like when that fucking guy in Yes Madam went over the railing and landed on his fucking back yeah. and then landed in the fountain you're like I felt that. Yep. I think that's the biggest thing is here you don't feel the impact. So when Jet Li does like a super sped up CGI donkey kick or whatever the fuck he's going to do <laughs> like it it's cool looking but you don't get it's not realistic so you don't get the ooh like the yeah. test to squeeze itis as we refer to it <laughs> well, i think that's yeah. i think that's another part of it too no that totally comes out in the, in the this scene actually where he's fighting delroy lindo and he he punches through the back door of the van and then kicks the van door off and he, the door and delroy lindo go flying you just don't feel it man like there's yeah. there's no weight to it you know it it it, it doesn't there, nothing substitutes a practical effect. Yeah. 
of a real door going flying and hitting something heavy. Yes. Right? Like, that's, you can feel that. Like, when you watch, when you watch something like Death Proof, where Tarantino. Oh, my fuck. Yeah, yeah. Right? Was driving the cars and, and made a point of having the actual cars being driven with Zoe Bell on the fucking hood and they're going fast. Yeah. Like, you're terrified for her. Yes. Right? It's a real thing. You know she's on the hood of a fast car going fast, and there's the potential that she could fucking die <laughs> right in front well, of you. Even the fucking, even the head-on collision that they do at the beginning. Yes. Like, that was fucking mortifying. Yeah. And you know it's a fucking rubber leg, but because of the actual impact of the two cars hitting head-on, yeah. it's not surprising to see a fucking rubber leg, like... Like Go in this film, it would be like, a, and that leg weighed probably the same as a real woman's leg. Just basically <laughs> the way that it flew through the air yeah. and the way that it bounced when it hit the ground and stuff like that. I, I really think that that, that practical physical nature of the leg after seeing a real fucking crash where the two cars hit and they both go straight up in the air yeah. because of the excessive force. Like where else is it going to go? The fucking cars just lift in the air. Like they're levitating because yeah. they're fucking moving. Yeah. Cause and they actually yeah, crashed two fucking cars. Yeah. That's what it is. There's no real hits in this or no. there's very few hits in this. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't carry across and you don't feel it the same way. So yeah, there, there are times where I'm watching a good martial arts movie and I grab my own nuts. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, Jesus. Well, when you Jesus, watch one of those Hong Kong hit. films where, like, Sammo Hung is actually kicking somebody, you feel it. Oh, my God, yes. Because Sammo Hung yes. loves to kick people in the fucking stomach and shit and in the head. Oh, he re- yeah, he really, like, when Van Damme in Bloodsport and they were fucking trading roundhouse kicks and he kicked Paco in the armpit and you could see all the sweat go flying. You're yeah. Like, yeah, he really fucking put kick that kick that- in there. Yeah. And just to prove my point, the the scene coming up here is where Evil Jet Li takes the two motorcycle cops and yeah. stops the bikes with his hands and the cops go flying up in the air. And then he jumps and kicks the cops out of the air and they kind of zip down to the ground out of the air. And then he picks up the two bikes, one in each hand, and sandwich slaps that cop. Yeah. And I mean, that guy would have been broken and he would not have been recognizable as a person. Yeah. But he just kind of crushes and falls to the ground. Like, it's a cool the scene. Bikes, it just doesn't sell. Yeah, the bikes look really light because they have to look light. Yeah. And I think it's a I think it's the problem with the with the mass. Like it's it's just it's just the mass and the physical rules of the world. Like it just doesn't sell. Yeah. It like, does not yeah. sell. When you set up a world like this, you have to take the time to set it up to the point where I believe what's happening is gonna happen. And in, See, in this, the rules keep changing. Yeah, and it doesn't sell. Like, like if I had a video of it, it would probably be terrifying. But when I was a kid, my brother took a handful of pennies and put it in a fucking tube sock and just started <laughs> fucking swinging and beating me with it. Right now, you think about that for a second. You think about you think about Jet Li picking up two cop motorcycles and fucking clap slapping a fucking cop yeah. together. Juicy. versus versus a eight year old kid wailing on an 11 year old kid with a tube sock with a fucking handful of pennies in it like the handful of pennies in a tube sock like is is more brutal than getting hit with a cgi motorcycle yeah yeah we need to put that scene in our movie yeah exactly (laughs) fucking what do you got for weapons nothing i don't know take your sock off what take your fucking sock off (laughs) i got some spare change 
Yeah, because it's spare change. I was fucking laying on the floor turtling because he just grabbed a handful of change out of the penny bucket and just fucking put it in there. And then, like, I watched him do it, right? And I'm, I'm like George Clooney and... Uh, oh, brother. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? What's going on, Big Dan? Like, just like what you doing, Big Dan? What, you, what you doing, Big Dan? Uh, and then he just starts lacing me with this fucking sock and I just turtle. So all he's doing is just wrecking my back as I try to protect my fucking organs as he's just beating me on my back <laughs> and fucking side of my thighs oh. as i'm turtling but shout out that's, that's shout out thing. to ryan what's up ryan <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to ryan for beating me with a fucking <laughs> sock full of pennies oh fuck that's funny so the scene anyway the, the the cops get murdered by the motorcycles here and then we get this little follow-up scene here where they're trying to find gabe and tk carla Gugino here and some cops are going back to is this their apartment that they're looking at where, where are they now i can't remember they're back at her place yeah they're at carlos it's, it's their apartment they're there the cop basically has the flashlight and he's like i'm gonna search the house and i actually listen i actually appreciate how he's actually searching because like usually usually a tv shows for time compression they open the door and they're like hello is anybody here and then they walk through and they're like looks like nobody's here this cop is actually like opening closet doors and looking under the bed like he's, yeah, he's actually like doing searching it. shit yeah yeah and carla sees uh, a bar of soap in the bathroom with a drop of blood on it so she thinks good jet lee is somewhere in the house so she rushes the cop out he's like hey let's listen why don't you just fucking get the fuck out and he's like okay and uh All right she sees some blood like a blood trail leading up to those you know trap door attics the attic access and, there yeah 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 and basically opens it up and and it's bad jet lee pretending to be good jet lee and he runs a little con on her here yeah this is very uh people in the attic harry potter under the stairs like hey oh, hey how are you <laughs> like what's going yeah. on how are you yeah yeah it actually yeah. made me laugh when he kind of peeked out it was because he's lit so it's just his like fucking eyes you can see yeah <laughs> and he just peeks yeah. out of the attic like hey what's up hey <laughs> it looks a little like ju on you know like, <laughs> yes it does like some sort of fucking <laughs> japanese horror it's a little like demon. instead of jet like there's gonna gently it should be like a little fucking schoolgirl. Yeah, coming crawling out of a well and walking at you weird. <laughs> crawling out of a well. Hey. <laughs> and that concludes part three of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part four. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part four, and we will be back in your ears very soon.